1: This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Internet Marketing, episode 179, brought to you by Site Visibility, at SiteVisibility.com. I'm Andy White, and I'm joined by... Calvin Newman.
0: I don't know why I did it in that voice.
1: I don't know, he always... Does uh, a I, I, I. It's voice. just
0: I feel a bit silly to go, and oh, no, I'm Kelvin. You know, like in 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 like. Well, at least you stop doing your
1: very high goodbyes at the end. Yeah. Do people miss that? I can bring it back. Yeah. We'll do it at the end of this yeah. this show. Okay. I'll try not remember. not to camp Kelvin. It's you, Andy. It's no, not me. It's your Everyone high. It's Andy's. It's the your camp high one. goodbyes that are getting getting us no, to camp label. No,
0: no, no. All your work. Anyway, enough of this chitter chatter. Um,
1: it's frivolous chitter chatter. Yeah. It's more episode three of the Beginners Club. It's four of the Beginners Club, is it? Just, yeah. just checking. Yeah, just, just to make on sure our can count. Keeping um, on
0: your toes. So yeah, today we're going to be talking about performance display and kind of like taps in a little bit to kind of paperclip. What are is we performance about. display? Well, I kind of I'm going to start off with a bit of a quote about display advertising. And display advertising, essentially, banner advertising, I suppose, is the way that most of us think of it, and it's kind of it's some of us are kind of in the world of SEO and social media and pay-per-click kind of quite often look down on display advertising because, like, oh, yeah, you can buy it by the thousand and no one ever clicks any of it, you know, and we kind of look at it quite derogatory, uh, which is mad because it, is, it can be hugely successful. In the same way, there are good SEO campaigns and there are bad SEO campaigns. There are good display campaigns and there are poor display campaigns. And so that's as much of a, you know, side to it there as possible. And actually... You know, if you're genuinely trying to do a good job for your client or for your boss or for the company that you own, you wanna not just write channels off because they're not fashionable. Um and actually display advertising is really fashionable, just not necessarily in the kind of worlds that quite often, you know, us digital marketers move in. It's quite often ad agencies who've done a very good job of cornering the display advertising market. Now this is kind of an IAB, um, Institute of Advertising Bureau, I think is what they stand for, Price Pricewater Housekeeper. Um and they say In quotes, Um, display advertising plays a crucial role in the online marketing mix for both branding and direct response campaigns. And in 2011, the sector was worth over one billion. So that's like over a year ago. And, you know, one billion. And, you know, it's it's not insignificant the amount of money that's spent on it. And it's not insignificant the amount of, you know, inventory that's out there that's available. It's not insignificant the results that you can achieve with a well-executed campaign. Now you know, online display gives you access to over 40 million users every month and it, you know, you can use it. we use it for sort of like three main reasons and the third of those is probably the one that actually Site Visibility is an organisation use most frequently but, you know, there's the potential to do these three different targets and, each of those different targets would have a different campaign associated with that, and the way you would go about it would vary quite dramatically. So one is you can kind of create interactive experiences, with kind of you know flash-based ones, and try mm. and build people in there. You can kind of do a far more conventional advertising thing, which is to deliver a brand message, um, which is what I think most people think of display advertising for. But where we use it most frequently, and where it's actually the most effective and where you can really take advantage out of it, is kind of generating direct response users Is entirely possible to do cost per acquisition display deals rather than cost per thousand impressions or cost per click um, display deals. And you know, it's, it's possible. And if you're paying based on, you know, per sale and you know that you make 50 quid profit, you know that you can spend 25 quid, you know, to get that sale. Mm. So you know that any sale that you get for less than 25 quid is is a good deal and you can price it and pay for it on that basis which you can't do with a lot of other digital marketing channels that might be a little bit more um au fait and you know kind of fashionable um So what is performance display? Well, um, it kind of works back to deliver on your KPIs. So, you know, you can have different performance display campaigns and they can try and have different kind of measures. So like a CPA, as we talked about, cost per acquisition is one of the most frequent ones. You can kind of do it on a like an ROI basis or the number of sales. You can kind of do performance display where it's just about generating X amount of revenue rather than X amount of sales because... One of the problems with a CPA model is to say you're kind of a broadband company and you pay, I don't know, £25 CPA. Well, if someone takes your full duper package, you're going to make much more money from them than someone who takes the basic package. And actually, a CPA doesn't always kind of you know, reflect that. You can do like CPL cost per lead basis. So if you're kind of a business that actually converts all your traffic by outbound phone calls to warm leads, mm. you can pay per lead. Um, which you know is entirely possible there's some you know more clever things you can do about footfall if you're kind of trying to get people to go and store some redeem vouchers or even you know can many display adverts can generate telephone inquiries so you can do all these different things it's not just about you know um, one type of performance there's you know there a number of different angles that you can go for um, so any b2b business can kind of benefit from a display advertising campaign if they want to do you know improve you know these four, you know, five things. So they want to increase leads. If they're a lead gen business, they can increase sales. You can do it just to increase traffic, which, if you know that a visitor to your site, one in a hundred is going to convert or 10 in a hundred is going to convert, you can work it back from there. They can be quite good for engaging with the brand. And actually, you know, quite often very good if you've got competitions and you use that competition to generate a mailing list, which you use to then sell to people. It can be absolutely amazing to generate competition entries. So, okay, well, how does it work? Well, you can kind of do prospecting. You know, it's a combination of, you know, targeted algorithms and blended analytics to reach, um, you know, to kind of get people along the process. So you can kind of look at, okay, well, you can target campaigns by geolocation. You can, you know, target them by their demographics. You can target them by certain websites. So Mm. I want to only advertise to people who visit FHM.com. Or you can kind of use third-party data sets, the stuff like mosaic so you can say i want people who you know live in the home counties have children you know and there's a, you'd be surprised how sophisticated display advertising targeting can be um but where we kind of we do we do quite a lot of that but i think where we've kind of had the most success has kind of been retargeting right so that's display advertising and you've probably been on the receiving end of this most of the listeners where um it's kind of a, a series of advertising technologies and techniques that essentially target people who have previously visited your site or previously viewed a product. And, you know, you can even do it for people who have added items to their basket but not mm. purchased them. Um, and then you can then display adverts on other third-party websites that are tailored to that.
1: I think I'm understanding how this works now, Calvin, yeah. because I, I recently bought a refrigerator. Yeah. And I went to I was a gardening site or yeah. something, And on the side, my refrigerator popped up yeah. from... Um... Curries I
0: think it yeah. was yeah I mean is my, that an example yeah most most like big like e-commerce um, particularly kind of yeah like that um, electricals I think electricals do mm. remarketing really well so what you do is like and you know the, the prime examples of this are where you'll get it where and like you will have bought like I bought a camera recently right and I've, I'm still seeing adverts of cameras like 90 days later because yeah. I went and viewed cameras on 20 different camera websites um, so that's kind of where it isn't as effective but actually if you look at the other ways so I went and looked at that camera actually the phone rang and then the you know the cat came in and, you know, chased the kid around, you know, and you, you got distracted. Well, then you, The then cat was Facebook. looking at cat
1: websites, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, And you kind of, before you know it, you'd kind of forgotten about that thing you were going to purchase. And then next time you're on MSN or, you know, you know um, you're on Yahoo um, or you're on any other website where this display, you're on The Guardian, um, this retargeted search advert pops up with exactly the product you were looking at or exactly the category you were looking at. And suddenly that's a very you're very likely to click through to that than any other advert that would have been there previously. So that's mm. good for the publisher. And it's good for the person paying for the advertising as well. And you can do some great stuff with that. I mean, um we've done some kind of dynamic um creative so like a client of ours called bodybuilding warehouse, and what they have is kind of like some basic adverts where we're able to dynamically overlay them with a price and a photo of the product and the name of the product that they viewed. So you've kind of got a standard advert, and then each time someone visits a product and they then go off to the Guardian or wherever it is that these adverts are appearing. Those adverts are exactly what it was, that the products they were looking at. So rather than being just refrigerators, it's the exact refrigerator that you were looking at. That's amazing. At. And you know, that's going to really then lead to some great performance off the back of that as well. So what do you need to do a display campaign? Well, it's not insignificant amounts of cost. You need a good couple of grand to really start playing about with display advertising it's not like pay click we can get started with like 50 quid to go mm. you need a decent amount of money you need some creative creatives, you know so the adverts themselves many of the networks will do that for you many of the um you know if you're working with an agency they'll have someone in-house who can do that for you quite often that's bundled in but the stuff that's bundled in inevitably is perhaps not as good as something that's generated specifically for that and then you need to really work on your targeting now we always, when we take on a cost, you know a, um, a performance display advertising client, the first week or so is always a bit hairy, right? Because the cost per acquisition is always high, um, and the sales are always a little bit low. Now, over time, the CPAs always drop, and the number of sales always increase. But you've got to give it a period of time to do that, and you know normally that's a couple of weeks but you've got to sometimes kind of bite the bullet and give it a chance to experiment because if you pull it after that first day, that's not necessarily an indication of how well that campaign's going to work because to use the retargeting as an example, you need to have the cookie on your site for a period of time for it to get on the number of, you know, the right number of people to kind of reappear on other sites and that type of thing so you might find if you set a campaign like this live with a retargeting campaign you might not really get that many impressions until a couple of weeks down the line when you've had all the people who visited your site and then not purchased so you you kind of need to give it that period of time you can kind of do Facebook are doing a lot around direct response now as well they've kind of recently introduced real-time bidding which is you know, on this basis there as well. Their ads are kind of more on a CPC, it's a cost per click, or a CPM, cost per thousand impressions. Um, but you can kind of really specifically target, and we really ought to probably do an episode on Facebook advertising in its own right. So, just to finish off, what are some of the other benefits of display, and why might you want to run them in, you know, in addition to the reasons we just talked about? Well, it can be great for pay-per-click conversions as well, because someone see, you know, in the same way that dynamic advert that we were talking about there that had the product, um, Even if they don't click that, next time they make a pay-per-click search, there's a likelihood that they're more familiar with your brand, so therefore they're more likely to click on your result. And that's the same for kind of organic as well. Um, It can be great for traffic to the site, you know, direct traffic as well, because, you know, I go, oh, I saw the advert for Bodybuilding Warehouse, I'll type in bodybuildingwarehouse.com, you know, that happens as well. It can be great for brand recognition. If you've got, you know, proper stores, it can be great for a footfall. And it kind of can be great for brand perception authority as well, because... I certainly get the impression if I see a company who are doing display advertising, they tend to be not fly-by-night organisations. Like Mm. Sometimes on paid search adverts, that doesn't necessarily mean that's a proper big company who I can trust. Now, generally speaking, because there is a little bit higher barrier to entry, the people who are doing display advertising are therefore that little bit better. Now, not everyone's going to have that exact same impression, but probably subconsciously, in the same way you believe a company who advertises on television is a bigger company than, advertise, than a company that doesn't advertise on television. You know, that, that kind of subconscious um, referencing and you know, reputation building of your brand can be incredibly powerful and display can be a really cost-effective way of doing that. Calvin, where can people go if they want to start this? Are there a few companies that are doing this? Well, I mean, there's actually quite a lot within the Google ecosystem, which can be a really good place to start. So, I mean, if you're kind of interested in display, a great way to start would be to use the content network on um, Google AdWords. And that's kind of text-based adverts where you're paying on a CPC basis. But start using that so you're trying to get used to having your adverts on sites that aren't search sites and learn about what works on those and what doesn't. And then you can start to get into the creative. But there's kind of Google double DoubleClick, uh, um, you know, a great way to start there. And if you're kind of interested in just starting this process... Uh, this process Search for Google Ad Planner, Google Ad Planner. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a great tool that can tell you a lot about the demographics of different websites and who's visiting them and what their CPM basis is. And the Google Ad Planner is a great place to start if you're interested in um, learning more about display. And there's lots of good websites out there as well. You know, it's the, the standard kind of things. I think the IAB do a really good job of kind of representing the display industry
1: as well. Fantastic stuff, Calvin. Okay, so what we got coming up in our final beginners episode? Our final uh, beginners episode is going to be talking about mobile marketing. So that's coming up next week. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I've been Andy Whiteness. And goodbye from me. And goodbye from me, Calvin Newman. Is that high enough for you, Andy? Higher. I, I can't really do Hi, that high. Go on,
0: higher. No, it'll hurt the hiya. people's ears, Andy. Uh, you ah! can Something like that, yeah.
1: Goodbye, people. We'll see you goodbye. next week. If you're outside of the UK, it's plus 441273256150. If you're inside the UK, it's o one two seven three two five six one five zero. And you can leave a voice, comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing.